The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya. And uh, Jerry, I thought this week we might take a... a go down memory lane a little bit about nice. all of the things that we've covered here at the real money show for the last decade plus, hmm. uh, just to see how things are ringing true or not ringing true. Mm-hmm. It depends. Um, but, uh, there's a lot going on besides that. We'll get to that l- later in the show. Um, but there's some, some still stuff going on in the market. We had, uh, we're seeing the JP Morgan trial of the spoofers, um, that should be that should be closing next week, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now it's it's for spoofing, which is which is a tactic of manipulation. I don't think it's the overall tactic of ma- manipulation. I think it's part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that article a couple weeks ago from Peter Hambro, who was a, a bullion bank insider, talking about how they use the paper paper markets and also just getting people to not invest in the physical mm-hmm. but to divert them to the physical to the paper market um we are seeing over the last several weeks as the price has come down that uh major bullion banks have got onto the right side of the trade yeah they now seem to be net long the market after the fed raised interest rates by uh three quarters of a point and I think we're still in the two and a half, two point seven five range on interest rates in the states, which is nowhere near inflation rate. But nonetheless, uh, gold, gold and silver caught a bid yesterday. We're taping the show today on a Friday, and it caught a bid when that happened. Um, what were your thoughts? Was that expected for you when you saw that? Fed raised rates three quarters of a point, and then bang, silver and gold take a, a leap. It was it was telling the more that. Chairman Powell decided to continue speaking. You know, his hands were quivering. He couldn't keep his 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 his, his hands on the table. He was shaking, and he visibly nervous. You're saying very nervous. He didn't really know how. I mean, a lot of the analysts from MSNBC and CNN thought it was a very hawkish uh, meeting, and that he would be doing whatever it takes to go after inflation. But he removed the the forward guidance, so he's not going to provide any any clues as to what the what the Fed will do as far as their policy goes with raising rates. Um, he also said that he commented that the that on the neutral rate. So now economists today are arguing over what the actual neutral Fed funds rate is, because if we have in actually reach this neutral rate, which is what he said, then the like the likelihood of significant any additional future rate increases actually fades, which is very, very dollar negative, and which is actually helping to uh, boost and fuel the current rally in metals. So um, overall, a very dovish, dovish meeting, um, and dissecting the words is always what we have to do here because they love... The jawboning, they love using words and wordplay, and you really have to pick up on on the craftiness of their vocabulary. So it was interesting. But speaking of vocabulary and the craftiness of vocabulary, um, the the powers that be want to change the definition of recession. Right. That was so instead of two quarters of of low growth, negative growth, whatever it is, they want to change it to 
Um, I don't know what they want to change it to. So if everything is just so loosey-goosey and everything is on a spectrum, then perhaps we can start changing the the terminology that the Fed is using and just call it for what it is. It's all a bunch of BS. They'll never get rates to where they need to be to actually fight inflation. They'll never stop printing money, which means you're always going to have more money chasing the same amount of goods. It's a debt-based system. And they're just going to keep going until it's completely collapsed. And the biggest question of all is, at what point do they actually lose any credibility? I mean, they want us to fight over the idea of the term recession mm -hmm. when it's probably way worse than a, than a recession. Of course. We've got to be closer to a depression. Now, you came up with an article. You, you grabbed an article to. this week that was discussing exactly the reason why they use the word recession well, in the ha first place. We, ha we have to research this. We have to do our due diligence with their vocabulary. And obviously, are, there are two separate camps when it comes to economics. There is the Austrian school and the Keynesian school of economic theory, which is, you know, Keynesians love to print money at will. Uh, and use a lot of manipulation at that. But so I, you know, went to an article, pulled up an article that was written by um, he's a senior editor at uh, Mises uh, Institute. His name is Ryan McCaken. And he said the word itself is not technical. Recession, it became a popular word to describe economic downturns because in the mid 20th century, regime pundits and propagandists deemed the word, the word depression too dour and unpleasant. The idea likely came out of the accentuate, accentuate the positive craze that was employed to curtail criticism of the regime during the Second World War. So patriotism demanded that the United States stopped having depressions and start having recessions in the 1950s. For most people nowadays, though, the word simply means the economy is just lousy and times are bad. But people like Yellen, when she spoke at Meet the Press this, this week, just before the GDP came out and just before the rate hikes happened, she, they, they timely wheeled her in. And people like her would love to prefer the I words. like that you use the term wheeled her in. I, I think maybe <laughs> I think she's at that point, yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a wheelie chair. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, they prefer to use terms like transition. So no more recession. We're in a transition or challenge. But the fact is... Going back to the 08 crisis, we all remember, they called the recession after the fact. After the Great de Recession, that's when we learned that, oh my goodness, we're coming out of a recession now. You lost your money. You lost your, 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 your 401k values. It's always too late. They call recession way too late. And in this case, they're going to call transition or challenges way too late. So we have to take for what it is, be, expect more of these definition changes we have to and see for what it is and, and start understanding why they're doing it well she also when when she was just ending her her chairmanship love that word we need to change that word too her right. chairmanship at the fed uh she had interviews and she was like oh we're never gonna have a, a downturn again she was talking like crazy talk as if you, she she'd navigated the world through uh after bernanke and she took that baton and she made it safer than ever and you were never gonna see anything happen again and of course now now i you know what i really like here jerry i love the fact that they've gone from build back better right 
the whole like you know Prince Charles, we have an opportunity to build back better, and all of these <laughs> things. To uh, oh no, we're not building back to anything. We're transitioning. Right. You better get on board. We're transitioning. We're transitioning to eating bugs. We're transitioning to having no carbon footprint because you we we, we don't understand the concept of potentially planting trees. <laughs> That love CO2. QR, um, QR, <clears throat> QR codes for gas. We need QR codes for gas. We, we want everyone on digital system and we want to track everyone. So, but, and, and ironically, they, they didn't hold one single rally to get people on board to this. They didn't ask anybody their opinion. They just Very said, true. we're going to do it. And what we're actually going to do is like a kitten chasing a red pointer we're going to call that pointer, since we're changing definitions of things, we're going to call that pointer crisis. And we're going to make all you little kitties chase the crisis, mm -hmm. crisis point. Right. And that's what everyone's doing. Hmm. They're chasing down the crisis dot on the wall this way, that way. One thing it's this, one thing it's that. And you just go, aren't you tired of this? I mean, I know for me personally, COVID, the scare tactic at the beginning, yeah, we – you almost like kind of enjoyed it, like turning on the TV, go, uh, like getting that fright, like, you, you know, like endorphins go off when you go to horror movies. They know that. Right. Right. You want to impress a date, go to a horror movie, They'll, all the endorphins and, and like you'll, you'll grab onto it each other. Science, right. Scientific. Right. And but after a while, you go, I'm sick of this movie. Like, I got to turn it off. Like, uh, you know, I got to also live my life and you can't be like scared to live your life. I'm talking about my own personal experience. I'm not talking about others, but um the, the fact is, is it's like, aren't people tired of the crisis talk? And don't they want to get to a point where it's like, well, give me your plan to build back better and tell me what it, what it looks like and tell me what's in it for me, right? I want to know what's in it for me and how it's going to help my family instead of just it's crisis and, you know, there's a security issue, uh, whatever it is, and we're going to provide safe. Like, these guys are a bunch of gangsters. Like, you're watching the J.P. Morgan thing. You mm -hmm. know, they're, they're in RICO uh, trial, um, and they're being tried like gangsters. Yeah. And we'll see what happens with them. I think at the end of the day, they're low-level guys. I think even if they're upper echelon, they are not the ones who are giving the call to go and do this. Mm -hmm. Right? That's we'll who see. they have to get to. But, yeah, I'm I'm – personally tired of the crisis. I want out of the rat race on this. And I think that um, one of the reasons why we like gold and silver is because it gets you out of that financial side of the system. Because at the end of the day, we are debt slaves, mm -hmm. Jerry. I, you know, you pay 40, 50% in tax, income tax. You pay in Ontario, you're paying 13% on everything after that. Then they have the nerve to say inflation's only at 8% when you go to the grocery store, you fill up your gas tank, you pay for your cooling your home and all of these things. You're paying your insurance. Mm -hmm. You're paying uh, tuitions. It's way more than 8%, okay? You add all of that up, you're, you're in the 70% range. That makes you a debt slave. You are a slave to the system. Right. What are you offering me back in return besides potholes? Mm -hmm. That's just a question. Yeah, and, and the job owning to go with it. I mean, you have these definitions that are being changed on us. Um, the Build Back Better thing, that was just in the news just today, actually. Um, Senator Joe Manchin, from, a Democrat from West Virginia, uh, this week actually announced that he's reached a deal with Chuck Schumer uh, to uh, in, 
with a, with a reconciliation package. There was a deal. The Build Back Better plan, he says, was, is dead in the water. Let's talk about that after the break. If you want to get involved in the physical gold and silver market and get out of the rat race in terms of you know, protecting your wealth from inflation, we'll go into these fundamentals. The number is 18778silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. It's The Real Money Show on AM640, and we'll be right back. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. And we're back. It's The Real Money Show on AM640, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. With Guildhall, you can own physical precious metals. We only deal in physical precious metals. We're not going to try to divert you to paper. It's all about physical. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. You can go to our website if you've never purchased precious metals before. Great place to start. Pick up a tube of silver maples maybe. There's 25 one-ounce coins in a tube, maybe even some 10-ounce bars or an ounce or two of gold. It's a great way to get started, great way to see the different prices um, and start start getting some physical product in your hand because, you know, Jerry, it, there, there is an aha moment that comes when you actually get the physical product in your hand and realize, wait a minute, this is an asset. This isn't a financial instrument in an investment kind of way no exactly when you actually get your hands on the physical i think for the most part what people realize and what they what they feel with the gold and silver right in their hands is that they found their solution they found their solution to all of these problems all of these lies all the skeptics who tell them don't buy the physical gold and silver it's a it's an archaic relic um it is not real money it, gold and silver have a millennial record of being a store of value, which we want you to know that this is a solution. This is a solution that will protect you from the ravages of inflation, of stagflation. When we're learning about you know, Democrat plans that are now tr- trying to uh, move away from the Build Back Better uh, deal and the act, that they're moving towards a new reconciliation package. So I was mentioning in the previous segment that Joe Manchin, Democrat, he announced a new deal, um, which is called the Inflation Reduction Act. So this is their solution of battling inflation, Jeremy. No longer raising rates, no longer stop the money printing. Capital controls? (laughs) Potentially, that's another one. Okay. But this one is aimed at lowering prescription drugs, costs for senior imposed minimum taxes on corpse, and raise money to lower the federal deficit. How? We would dedicate hundreds of billion dollars. <laughs> We're going to print hundreds of billion dollars to deficit didn't, reduction. Uh, what does that even Trump mean? Trump lower drugs? He, he lowered the cost of drugs. Yeah. And then as soon as Biden went in, they went skyrocketing. Exactly. So why are they putting it in a bill now? It's way too late. This is just saying we're going to reduce the deficit by printing billions of dollars. <laughs> I so love I'm going to just throw this headline away because it's garbage. <laughs> to lower inflation, we'll print more money. Uh, Jagmeet Singh said the same thing. Well, we'll just give money to people. Well, I've got to tell you guys something. The reason you're dealing with all of this inflation, which besides the fact that they've been printing money for decades, is the fact that you all got free money. It didn't come from nowhere. It didn't grow on a tree and the government just plucked it like an apple and gave it to you and said, oh, we've just been keeping it from you this whole time. No, it's a it's a deficit. It's a debt. They just created it and gave it to you and you were happy. You spent your money. Maybe you even did some investing on Robinhood. Maybe you bought some Bitcoin. And now all of a sudden you go to the grocery store, you go, inflation's gone through the roof. What is this? 
Well, could it be that you accepted a free handout from the government and now you're realizing, or not realizing quite yet, that there's nothing free in this world and the government does not produce anything? So they printed the money. Now you've got more money chasing the same amount of goods. Ding, ding, ding. You have inflation. It's no mystery. It's not magic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very clear. And you have to somehow keep governments and banks accountable. And that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of people... So one of the things, Jerry, is you, you print this much money, you're going to run into issues. Always do. Yeah. Credit issues, right? And it's just going to be one little domino that's going to affect things. And you look around the world and you say, look at what's going on in China. They're stopping people with tanks from getting to their bank accounts. You're seeing Panama is going after their government. In Sri Lanka, they not only went after the president's mansion, they burned down like 35 uh, government officials' homes. Mm-hmm. And it's getting really bad in Europe. And why is this? It's because the money printing has come to an end. The system died in 2018. And now you're seeing the consequences of all of this money printing. Absolutely. And we don't need a definition or a declaration that we are in a recession. We don't need that official recession to see that the number of employed workers has literally stagnated. We don't need this government body to tell us that the standard of living is declining as food and rent inflation forces Canadians and Americans to pile up record credit card debt and and spend down on savings. That's all happening right now, regardless of what economists want to tell us. But we can agree, all all of us agree on what a recession is. Jobs are being lost just earlier this month in July. Canada lost 43,000 jobs. A thousand of those jobs happen to be from Shopify, a thousand jobs headquartered here in Canada. So this is affecting us here. This is not just in the U.S. This is happening in Canada. We remember at the beginning of COVID, the amount that our balance sheet expanded was 400 times that of the other G7 nation. Oh, there was an article on Better Dwelling, Jerry, showing that the mortgage debt in Canada is $2 trillion, and our GDP is $1.2 trillion. Let's do the math on that. It's unsustainable completely unsustainable um it's wild out there and you know then you go look at the the precious metals market and everything's topsy-turvy why is the stock market going up i mean if you can't afford to buy shoes from nike and you're making a decision then why is it going up i mean people are i saw there was a headline like it um people are canceling their bbc subscriptions and they're canceling all sorts of subscriptions we talked about it last week people are like forget the cell phone stuff like forget (laughs) the services you know the what's the first thing to go from the discretionary income because people have to make decisions so how is it that the stock market keeps going up well it's because it doesn't it's it's disconnected now from reality now talking about the precious metals market for a little bit the silver setup is off the charts yeah and some and and it is also clearly disconnected but the difference is is that and i hear this from my clients i'd like to hear what what you're hearing is you know i had a client obviously when you're buying precious metals there's a cost to doing business so out the gate you've got some some costs to overcome now you can look at it and say i'm down okay you just haven't overcome your cost yet but there's a cost right so you have to wait till you're above that cost but then the price of gold went down a hundred dollars and i had a meeting with a very large client and they said we're down you know hundreds of thousands but where else are you going to put it where else can you put your money you know leave it in the bank 
I mean, what can happen to the bank? There could be closures. They could, they've written it in. There can be bail-ins, all sorts of things. We don't know how fragile the system really is mm-hmm. until, until the bubble bursts, and then you find out. And that's why, like in the States, they had that $50 million buyer. That's, those, were, those were her reasons, wanting to get out of the system because if they're going to freeze the system, it's going to be over a long weekend. And by the way, I hope everyone's enjoying their long weekend. Um, you know, We don't want to depress people because at the end of the day, w- we want to show that there is a bright spot to all of this. There is an opportunity to all of this, mm-hmm. which is if you can convert your fiat currency into hard money, you are positioning yourself to not just protect yourself against inflation and protect yourself against the ravages of all of this money printing and protecting yourself from getting out of the financial system in that regard. But the setup for silver, you could be setting yourself up for generational wealth here, Jerry. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we read a report early this week. We re- literally, they have run out of adjectives to describe just how off the charts, white hot bullish the current setup is in the futures market for silver. Because we have to remember, all of the tools that they were using, the tools of corruption, are all falling. JP Morgan is just one of these tools. Then you have the swaps and derivatives that are being disvalued with the BIS. And we're looking at the, the, the caught reports. And from analyst Ed Steer, the gross short position of the managed money traders is now much larger than the gross short positions. And this is a very positive setup. We have never seen a setup like this before. Silver and gold are the bright side of all of this negativity. When you see countries that are seeing revolutions, when you see countries like Venezuela this week, which was just rebuked by the UK of trying to repatriate their $1.9 trillion billion of gold, there is a pivot towards gold. There is a pivot where countries are doing this en masse. We look at India. India has just launched today the, one of the largest uh, the India bullion exchange. And you have the Saudis setting up, for the first time ever, some large gold refineries. So they're moving and they're pivoting away from the petrodollar system of their oil refineries, and they're starting to refine physical gold. I wonder why they're doing this, Jeremy. This is a huge setup in the gold and silver market. There's definitely talk about the Saudis joining the BRIC nations, where they're all talking about a multipolar currencies backed by by precious metals and and commodities. And if, if the Saudis... Uh, move away from from the U.S. dollar in that respect and join the BRIC nations with this currency. That is the the last nail in the coffin for for the petrodollar for the current system mm-hmm. um, for the reason for the for the reserve currency yeah. of the U.S. dollar and it just moves over to the other half of the world. Mm-hmm. I like what you said. It was just convert. What a better opportunity to now convert some of your fiat currency. The word fiat is Latin for let it let it be so, whatever you want to yeah, call by it. By decree. By government decree or um, or non-government decree. In fact, the Federal Reserve we know is nothing federal federal at all. It's kinda like a it's kinda like a mandate actually. It's <laughs> it is. It certainly is a mandate for sure. But you were mentioning, you know, for, for your clients that are, you know, where else should I be putting my money? Well you have a lot of people that are in real estate and now selling. Congratulations to the to the many clients this week who got involved in the precious metal sector, uh, sold some successfully some some really beautiful properties and jumping into the category of precious metals, another hard asset that is destined, that is ready to go up in value. 
and it just brings to um, reminds me of the conversation that I had with some with a client. He's uh, it was a referral from another realtor, and I was introduced to this gentleman. He has a mortgage house with about thirty five mortgage brokers, and they want to have me come and present. Um, because this is a great opportunity. As a mortgage broker, I did have my mortgage license before, and we were told that you know you can use, you can refinance at these prices or at these rates to potentially invest. So rather than you know jumping back into the real estate market, many people want to want to jump into an opportunity like physical bullion. If you are house rich and you have a lot of equity built up, you can do a pullout of equity and get into this market. You know, gold and silver are at all-time lows, I mean, as low as the 1980s, as we saw the article last week or a couple weeks ago from Egon von Greyer. It's as cheap as it was in the 70s and 80s. This is the best opportunity and no better place to park your wealth. Yeah, look, the the setup's amazing. You, you've got silver that was at or below the cost of production when it was trading in the $18 range. You had gold come off. I mean, not that crazy amount. We were trading in the 1850 range. We got into the low 17. From my experience and what I've seen, that's that's not a big pullback. It's kind of par for the course in this kind of two-step forward, one-step back process. But the the buying has not let up at all. The buying has only started to increase. And and that's also natural in the market too, Jerry, where, where the the market tends to see action when there's something going on. So if there is a pullback in the market, you get more buyers. If the market's moving up, you get the buyers. If the market's going nowhere, eh, you know, steady as she goes. But um, let's stay on this topic of what's what we're seeing in the precious metals market to encourage people to understand why this is the time to buy. So in, in the next segment, we'll kind of start to ask the question, why has it not gone up already with the inflation that's occurred? And then we'll move into talking about some of the things that we've discussed on this show for years and just kind of touch in, touch base, check in and say, well, where were we? Were we off the mark? Were we on the mark? Uh, some things that we've looked at o- over the years on the show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. If you want to own physical, not paper, not an investment, but actual physical precious metals, give us a call. Go to the website. Again, it's guildhallwealth.com. This is The Real Money Show on AM640, and we'll be right back. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. And we're back. It's The Real Money Show. Hoping you're enjoying this long weekend. We're discussing some of the crazy stuff that's happening in the world, but also discussing the opportunities out there. And one of the big opportunities is there's a finite amount of physical precious metals in the world. And there seems to be, Jerry, an absolute infinite amount of debt and an infinite amount of money printing that can happen. And, you know, there's a, a, there's a garden hose that the Fed's trying to use to put out a, a four-alarm four fire of inflation that's uh, probably well into the double digits, not by the headline inflation, but definitely what we're seeing. Um, before we get into the question that we left off in the last segment, which is why hasn't the precious metals moved already? Why isn't it already doing its job for people? I want to look at some of the things we've talked about in the past. Great. Um, this week, talking with some clients, I was reminded that... How many times on this show have we discussed shrinkflation? Numerous. (laughs) We were very much ahead of the curve discussing that, saying, you know, the packaging's getting smaller, but you're paying the same amount. 
now, just like inflation itself, shrinkflation is becoming more and more obvious. There is nowhere, you, you have to cut your margin somehow. You have to try to battle this inflation somehow. And I saw a cereal box the other day, Jerry, that honestly, it triggered something in me. I was like, I haven't seen a, a cereal box that small since when I was, you know, seven years old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm 46. So, you know, we're, we're going back to the early 80s. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's like, you know, I, a client of mine said, there's less Kleenex in the Kleenex box. Right. I should say tissues. There's less tissues in the tissue box. They're, everything is just smaller and smaller because how do you battle the, you know, someone was saying they had an Egg McMuffin and they swear there was more cheese hanging out the sides. <laughs> um, that That's how they're dealing with, that's how companies are dealing with inflation. I, I, I even noticed the other day, um, uh, you know, on the yogurt, it wasn't painted. It was kind of clear. It was like, we're just going to kind of go raw mm -hmm. on the on the plastic and just yeah. kind of, you know, cut it, costs. we'll cut the cost there. Yeah. Shrinkflation. It's going to lead, I mean, we're, we're seeing less and less quality, quality from the goods itself. You know, let's, um, I'm, you know, I'm thinking of cutting costs in certain vehicle manufacturers where they went from the five bolt down to the four bolt. Now we're going to see a three bolt. So you're cutting quality with, with, uh, with the goods that we're, 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 you know, seeking to buy and acquire. So we have to be very careful now with the, with the, with with the engineering of certain certain um, you know, risky items that we can, we're relying on to drive us safely to a destination, or even the housing, you know, what if we see compromise in the goods and the wood, and for importing and for not using pure wood, uh, you're now meddling in mixing the wood with other particles, um, the quality, and and not only that, we're seeing less and less, you know, the customer service. I don't know if it was with you or just with me. I'm seeing just the morale. The, we know that consumer sentiment in the states in the in Canada is is just dropping like like no tomorrow, so that attitudes have also gone down. This is all a derivative of you know when you start messing with your with the nation's currency, when you start diluting that coin that bar with with impurities. This is when you start adding you know uh, malinvestment. You start seeing lack of quality. Um, in almost every and I, I and the definitions of everything. Exactly. So there's just a lack of of um, uh, putting effort into things, a lack of pride. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's well, why bother? Yeah. You know, I can stay at home and, and get a paycheck from the government. So and isn't that what they want at the end of the day? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what their motivations are, but it certainly seems like they want everyone dependent on the state. And what a benefit to them, because then you're in control. I mean, what what else do you have to gain if the system's over than control? Mm -hmm. You've controlled people through inflation and through taxation for years. Where else do you go if the system's over? Well, you go all the way. I want full control. And the, the way they're attacking the middle class definitely feels like they're going after control. Mm -hmm. You know, getting me to eat bugs. No, no, no one's going to go for that. Mm -hmm. No one. No. no one's actually going to go for it, Jerry. No. Especially if – and the funny thing about that, I know it's got nothing to do with metals. But, you know, people are worried about viruses, what, what bugs all of a sudden became clean 
I mean, what would they spread? They spread <laughs> parasites and stuff. Oh, because it was made in a fact. It's still a bug. Mm-hmm. They still carry all sorts of things. That's what they're meant to do. Yep. So I don't know. I just I, I think that there's a degradation of the fabric of society, and we need to bring back pride um, and quality, like you're saying. Definitely gold and silver are quality money. They've been yep. money for thousands of years. So very quickly, got a couple minutes left in this segment. So let's talk about, you know, we know that the setup for, for silver and gold are off the charts cup and handle coming back we're, we're looking towards getting to the top of the handle i think of that uh of the cup and handle also we're just coming off of silver being under the cost of production we've got the bullion banks are now net long in the gold gold and silver market you've got massive buyers coming into the market bigger buyers coming into the market because they don't want the cash left in the bank because things are getting more and more fragile yet mm-hmm. jerry a minute or less tell us why the price of gold and silver has not gone up yet just because the the expectations of rate hikes in the U.S., so there's a lot of um, hawkishness and a lot of uh, verbiage being used to um, their their aim of combating inflation, which is impacting the economy and shrinking the bottom line for many many corporations. Um, and you know they did raise, but they didn't raise enough. 075 percent this week is what we saw. Inflation is nine percent, but they're going to continue to jawbone as much as possible, which only benefits one thing, and that is the U.S. dollar index, which is the U.S. dollar versus a basket of, basket of major currencies, and the algorithm on the exchanges is is set. It's a, it's an old programming that that's set when that U.S. dollar index goes up. The algorithm chases the yield of the treasuries and therefore dumps gold and silver futures, mind you, not the physical. So you're seeing that little that little play there with the futures. Again, these very tools of corruption are being dismantled like never before. These very tools that have been used, the paper, the ETFs, the the, the these positionings with paper artificial supply. It's being disvalued, and we are in for it with with a huge upswing when the truth of when true price discovery uh, comes to fruition. I totally agree. It's very it's it's the same thing on the opposite side when you look at a lot of stocks. You go completely overvalued. How is this thing being valued at this, and how are people buying it with such an overvaluation? Mm-hmm. Same thing with real estate going for a while. You know, it's starting to okay, it's starting to teeter a little bit. Um, it's coming down, but. People were were you know FOMO about it. It's like, well, I don't care what the what what it's really worth. I got to buy it, mm-hmm. right? I don't care what Bitcoin's really worth. I, I I'm gonna just buy it at a crazy stupid price. And on the opposite side, it's the gold and silver market are being the paper price is dictating the price. That's why you have in the physical market the premiums continue to rise. But one of these days, there's gonna be a snap. And all of a sudden, the real world market is going to dictate that price. We don't know what the, it's going to look like when that happens in terms of the world. But I can tell you when that happens, the actual price of the metals is going through not just any roof. It's going to go through the highest roof you can think of. And this is going to be an opportunity to create generational wealth in many respects. And you it's a very very exciting to take advantage of an opportunity in a market where they've manipulated it to the downside not to the upside so everyone continues to buy we see that the physical market continues to buy if you want to get some physical metal in your portfolio give us a give us a a ring the number is 1-8778-SILVER the website guildhallwealth.com it's the real money show on am640 stick with us 
You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, one of the other things that we've talked about in, at the show for years has been the topic of inflation. I said one of the reasons you want to own physical gold and silver is inflation. And we talked about all the ways that inflation was coming. We knew that uh, the inflation that we're seeing today was, was coming our way. It was in the mail. It's arrived. I think some would be disappointed that gold hasn't, you know, uh, from a, a binary perspective, just moved up in in reverse of what the inflation that they're seeing so what kind of comfort could you give to someone who sees the current inflation knows that precious metals is going to protect them but it's not doing it this second well the the ingredients for this market is is setting up you know we have had a pause over the last 20 years i mean in the 70s gold went up 25 times right and then we have a pause Similar today, we have a long consolidation. The longer something consolidates, one, the prices that just move sideways for silver were up from $16, 17 up to 20 It's consolidating sideways for a long time. These are the buying opportunities that we talk about. So every dip, you want to take, take action and convert out of your, your fiat currency and buy something with value. The value that we see here is because of stagflation. There's no other asset that has performed during times of stagflation, which is high inflation. We know inflation is much, much higher than 8% or 9%. It's likely closer to 20%, Jeremy. So when we have high inflation and, and low growth, look, the GDP figure came out two negative quarters in the U.S. What is it going to look like in Canada? Um, this is this is what we're seeing. It's a culmination and buildup of stagflation. And as that progresses, as it gets worse, as the Fed in the U.S. pivots and the traders are now pricing in rate cuts, I repeat, they're pricing in rate cuts. And as soon as the rate cuts and the pivot begins, that is the number one signal of central bank failure. And gold and silver love when the central banks fail because your gold and your silver is your own central bank. You are now being your own central bank with a reserve that performs during times of crisis, during times of currency devaluation, and it's independent from all of that madness, plus it provides you with liquidity. What can be better for the investor? What can be better for the family generational wealth that you need? Um, So, you know, hang tight. You're in the asset class that will float during times of inflation that will keep you above water and will be here to pass on to your future generations. So there's, um, this is a great time. Wait for that pivot in a couple months, and we'll see where the prices head, uh, head on in for uh, 2023 and beyond. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. I, I agree, Jerry. I think there's lots of blinking signs right now. People should be getting ready. You know, 
we haven't seen the big event yet. We haven't seen the Black Swan event, but you're seeing all of the pieces falling apart. It's like a, you know, it's like a shuttle re-entering the the atmosphere that you see in movies. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's really heating up, and things are starting to fall off. And and you know, if you if you believe the Fed can land you safely, I mean, even even Jerome Powell's like, well, I think I'm going to stop jawboning the market and stop trying to give forward guidance because we're screwed. <laughs> and it feels like that, and it feels like you better be prepared because. It could it could get really really rough. Mm-hmm. It could you know we haven't seen the 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 stock market collapse yet. We haven't seen it, and everything is leading to it. And just because they've propped it up so far doesn't mean it's going to be propped up next week. Mm-hmm. Doesn't you know? So things can happen rapidly, and you need to be prepared way ahead of time. You can't look. We know Jerry. We're going to see a panic into this market, mm-hmm. and we know that the panic's going to come as the market starts to go crazy to the upside. Mm-hmm. In 2010 and 11, it went on. Silver went on a 10 month run from 18 dollars to 48 dollars. In 1980, 79, 80, it did it in 90 days. I mean, what could it look like this time around? Mm-hmm. I think in those those periods, those peaks in silver and gold, um, markets came off. You know, you had to be quick on the trigger and and sell into the the, the silver to gold ratio and buy some gold at that price, um, or vice versa. Um, this time around, though, I think with true price discovery, with the total explosion of paper, uh, paper versus physical, when you have physical disappearing and the paper exploding. I think prices just stay where they are. They're going to go up and stay just there. Just like the, well, this is what the cup and handle indicate. It's a 20-year chart that actually indicates that you're heading into another super cycle, another 20-year super cycle, and these prices that we see today are going to be gone forever. And what, where do you see the prices going, Jerry? I mean, are, do we stop at $50? Do we stop at 135 Does this thing, given all the money printing that's gone on, do we go at a 16 to 1 ratio? Do we end up at a you know a $900 an ounce? Do we get into the thousands in silver? I mean, gold we know is going to go higher and higher. Um, do you think you'll be able to buy... Uh, a house for a thousand ounces of silver or 500 ounces of silver? Yeah, I do believe that the silver will provide that opportunity. It's a matter of how, to the extent of how much repair the economy needs. We don't know the extent of the derivatives markets that are about to crash, to crash down on extra's pyramid on, onto gold. Gold has to come to the rescue. And if it is guaranteeing the debt, let's say 50% of the debt, then your gold has to hit 20,000 per ounce. If you want to guarantee 75 of that debt, if you want to pay it all off, what's your down payment for your house? What's your good collateral? You're not the paper that you have in your pocket, not more printing press paper. You're going to need physical gold, and it depends. I do see gold heading higher than $10,000 per ounce, though. The revaluation is going to happen in the precious metals market, and it's going to be an increase exponentially in your wealth. Time to get some in your portfolio. Visit guildhallpreciousmetals.com. If you've never purchased precious metals, go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. Pick up a few ounces. Pick up a you know one ounce bar of gold, some silver maple, some ten ounce bars. Get a sense of what it means to have some physical precious metals in your port- in in your hand. And then you can look at things like the RSPs or storage, um, and look at larger amounts. Larger money is coming into the market. People know what's coming. They're preparing, and it's time for you to prepare as well. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. 
that does it for another show. We want to congratulate everyone who got into the market this week. So many new relationships, so many new friends. Um, want to thank you all for listening to the show week in, week out, and all for the new listeners as well. Welcome into the fold. And we look forward to speaking with you here next week on The Real Money Show on AM640. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto.